to Inner Bloom, a podcast about how to live a happier, healthier, more harmonious life as you learn how to work with the universe, reconnect with your intuition, and bloom from within. I'm Alexa, a writer, producer, and EFT practitioner with a passion for all things metaphysical. And with me is my friend and co-host, Ambie. I'm Ambie, a physical therapy assistant, mom of three, an intuitive medium who has been communicating with the spirit world since the age of five. Some might call it woo-woo, but from our perspective, anything is possible, and we intend to normalize the abnormal by sharing our own life experiences as well as intuitive insights, channeled material, wisdom from special guests, and any other resources we believe will help our souls expand and thrive. Hello, all you bloomers. Welcome back to our favorite episode series of the month. Um, I'm Alexa, and with me is Ambrosia. I was going to do something, but I don't fucking know. Hi, everybody. (laughs) And we are joined by our dear friend, Michael Boyle. Hi, Michael. How you doing? I'm so honored to be the favorite. Is that real? Or do you say that to everybody? In fact, I know you don't say it to everybody. We say that to everybody. Don't get excited. (laughs) (laughs) You are our favorite, for sure. You are our favorite, for sure. No, I meant ah, like a favorite. Oh, Oh. a favorite. Oh, shit. A bit backhanded, but I'll take it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Seriously, Uh, if my Siri could speak in a Scottish accent... I would love that more than anything. And that's if you know, if anyone knows the person who does like the Siri voice recording, put me in touch because I'll do it for free. Will you? That would be so cool. Damn. Can, can you raise that part? Put more oh, value. Like, put more value on yourself, yeah, Michael. Yeah, I think you should. You're just talking about that. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> definitely put more value on yourself because that's yeah, you're right. that's bank right there. Okay. Dude, listen, I know, right? I'll do it for. Anyway, I'll do it, okay? <laughs> we'll talk about the price there. So, here we Hold go. Hold on, Michael. Before yeah. we uh, get going, we have some more Capricorn stuff to sort out. Capricorn, Capricorn. Oh, my God. Don't, just don't bounce around your uh, – is your plug all the way plugged in? Because it's uh, going like pop, pop, so, pop, pop. So, here's the deal. Yeah. This is the microphone guy right here. You can't yeah. really see it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I'll just hold it like this and just try and sit, sit still for once. Yeah. It's weird. There's like something popping. Oh, well. We'll, we'll roll with it. Um, yeah, you're good now. Sit still, I think. This is so funny because every time we record with Michael, his constrictions get uh, more and more. We're like, Michael, don't move. Michael, hold this right here. And now it's like, <laughs> Do Michael. not breathe into it. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, we'll Capricorn you if it's getting bad. Don't worry. Okay, cool. 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 I'm really scared now. No, you're good. good. You're good. Um, yay! So thanks for being here because we're here to talk all about Scorpio season. Scorpio season. Yay! 100% uh, Scorpio season, hey? So what do you guys think or know about Scorpio? What's a couple of words you associate with Scorpio right away? Everybody gets real weird about Scorpios. Weird as one? Yeah, that'd be a word. Well, my mom's a Scorpio. Scorpio. My mom's a Scorpio and she's really like passionate about stuff. For sure. Um, but I also just think of the scorpion and how, like, it'll, like, sting yeah. you. It's, like, vicious. Does your mom do, does your mom sting you? Oh, if you – well, she used to be – she was an investigative reporter for, like, a long oh time. God. And I just came across a Facebook status that came up as a memory where I literally wrote – I was like, 
I feel bad for all these people that I see on TV, like my mom investigating, because she gets this look in her eye where she squints her eyes. And when she gets that look, I just know they're in for it because I've gotten that look many times and it just means like shit's about to go down. So yeah, if you cross her in the wrong way, yes, the stinger will come out. That's intense. Yeah. That never, is intense. As mental note to self, never piss off Alexa's mom. <laughs> Don't piss off Luann. Luann. Luann as well. Yeah, Luann, Luann the investigative Khan. reporter. Mm-hmm. Mm, Holy like shit. Snap. Yeah. <laughs> Very snappy. Stingy and snappy. Well, I'll tell you what, though. So what you just said about investigative reporter is actually spot on. And then you said intense and then and all this stuff. Because actually that's got a lot to do with what Scorpio is all about. Um, a lot to do with like depth, stuff that's kind of... Um, I'll do your shadow as well, straight in there with the shadow. Uh, so we talk a lot about Pluto this year in particular because Pluto has been absolutely causing it this year. So um, Pluto is actually the ruling planet of Scorpio. So I'm going to talk quite a bit about Pluto here. But uh, yeah, things to do with your shadow, um, parts of your subconscious that you suppress would kind of be related to to Scorpio. Things that are like taboo and like dark, like hidden, mm. even like dangerous um, things are intense. There's also a really strong like, power dynamic that comes with Scorpio. Um, mm-hmm. The two like Scorpio buzzwords would be death and sex because like they're both kind of two things that no one talks about or oh. that we're not supposed to talk about. Death hey, Michael, sense. could yeah, you this. hold the microphone like this? Just try to hold it here as opposed to wherever you're think, holding it. I think, I think what's happening is it's yeah. hitting your, your facial hair. Oh, wow. Maybe. Oh. Could be. Is that better? Is that better now? It, yeah, it sounds it a lot better. better. Just hold it there. Yeah, cool. Wonderful. <laughs> I'm, I, seriously, I'm gonna I'm gonna invest in one of those Britney Spears microphones. You know the ones like you on need yeah. one of those. Yeah, I really do. Yeah, really maybe do. we could gift you one. Keep going. Sorry. No, it's all good. So essentially, all those things to do with Scorpio. And I was gonna ask if you guys know anyone who is a Scorpio or has like a strong Scorpio thing. And you mentioned your mom. <laughs> so and you went right in there. Investigate like journalist. Absolutely. Just like keep getting deeper until you get to like the truth or you know whatever that means and also having like power over people people who have like a scorpio dominant chart tend to like i mean going at stereotypes here i like my girlfriend's scorpio dominant so you know i love you guys well at least one of you guys (laughs) so so things like (laughs) things like uh knowing secrets would be like a big scorpio thing because having like power over someone and kind of like knowledge is power so knowing things about them and that other people don't know would be like a really strong like Scorpio thing because it's all about like like that kind of power dynamic you know what I mean things yeah. that are kind of hidden as well like if you know it but like you don't reveal it then that gives you like a sense of power and this kind of cool thing yeah oh that's very mm. my mom she's always trying <laughs> to figure out things and like get to know like the real juice on people and in in order to help them she says and she, she, she does says. have a no, but she does have a strong. She does really want to help people. <laughs> You're about to piss Luann off. No, oh, no, I don't want to no, be a part not, of it. I don't, no, don't want to be around when she stays. Yeah, Michael and I have nothing to yeah. do with this, Miss Luann. <laughs> I just want you to know that. <laughs> no, she does really like to help people, but I also think she like really likes to like have the like the hot goss, as Michael would say, because she, um, she wants to. It's part of the power. It is part of like mm-hmm. being in control. And she likes to be in con- – she needs – it's probably where my control stuff comes from. I was I was yeah. honestly going to be like, well. Yeah. Well, yeah. there you go. The ding Yeah. <laughs> so there's the – no, hit me. Oh, I was just going to say. So anyway, we're in this space of like mystery. Like Scorpio season exactly. is about mystery. 
Ex- yeah, sure. Definitely mystery is like a big, a big thing in there. Uh, so essentially the sun is going to be in Scorpio between the 23rd of October to the 22nd of November. So during that time, of course, the sun is like the, the single biggest deal in our solar system, the, the center of the solar system. I was going to say center of the party, but that's not an expression. Anyway, center of the solar system. So when the sun transits through a sign, we get a big boost. All of us get a big boost of that area in our life being kind of like examined and being kind of like lit up you know, by the sun, let's say. So during uh, that time, October 23rd to November 22nd, we're all going to uh, maybe notice like people being more into stuff that's kind of like dark or, uh, you know, Halloween, classic example. You know, like around about that time, we've got, uh, you know, All Souls Day and all that stuff. Like people kind of start thinking about like, you know, death and all this stuff that like and start thinking about what it means, et cetera, et cetera. It's like a kind Wait. of time to get a bit like mysterious. Yeah. Hit me. What is All on. Souls Day? Oh, my God. Uh, so All Souls Day is. It's like, like what that real? movie, uh, what uh, what's it called, is about the Mexican, right? Yeah. That, so that, that's part, that's that. what. Animated Must be a Catholic movie. thing, yeah. Coco, Coco, isn't it what? Yeah, isn't that what it's about? yeah. I so there's All, All Souls Day. What I thought that was the uh, Day, Day of the Dead. Day of the Dead. Yeah. Is that not the I, same thing? I think they're the so same. Sorry. So no, I think there's a Catholic thing, but it's been a while since I've been to to the old Mass. Uh, but it's the f- first or the second. I think it's the second. Is all is anyway. Round about then. All, all that stuff's in there. Stuffs about death and graveyards and all that kind of stuff. Okay, Michael. <laughs> We still have the popping. We still have the popping. So wait. I'm so sorry, Michael. It's driving me no. nuts. I'm so sorry. <laughs> hang on. Hang on one second. I'm, I'm this is all part of the mystery. This is this is the illusion, people. <laughs> this is planned. Say it again. Is that bear? Is that bear? Testing hello. Yeah, that's actually fine. Mm-hmm. There's I mean, no popping. There's no popping. There's no popping. Ambie says it's not okay though, so. It's Im- just hard to hear. So yeah. what's going to happen is we're going to sound really loud and you're going to be very quiet. And when you're listening to that, right. as far as a podcast, you're like, ah. Well, plug your well plug your headphones in one more time. Cool. This is they, literally. Might be. Do you know this has been happening to me all week with every interview I do? Like the popping on everyone's end has been happening. I'm not sure what's going on, but maybe I think- it's maybe it's your mic. It's not my mic. My, then my mic would be popping. Alex is like, it's not me. All right. Say something, Michael. <laughs> Michael left. Hello, something. <laughs> I'm still here. Okay, keep talking. Keep talking. I want to see if you pop. I'm still here. I'm, am I? Am I a ghost? I'm no, not going to pop. I'm just about ready to pop. I'm just about ready <laughs> to pop. Yeah, you are. Just. Am I? Am I, I here? I think I sound good. Yeah, you yeah. sound great. What happened? Let's do it. I don't know. I'm just gonna, I'm we're gonna roll with it. Talk about Isn't talk about shadow work, guys. This is the podcast form of oh, shadow no. work. Anyway, oh, no. what's happening now? It's is bad. it still popping? Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Let's Shit. see here. Hmm. Do you have any other headphones? I do, but they I, don't have the mic part. Yeah, hang on. I was, that's kind of what I was trying to <laughs> Anyone who's watching, this is real. This isn't like a sketch. Okay, one second. This is how you do podcasts, people. This is the reality. You guys get a behind-the-scenes version. I don't know why this is behind-the-scenes. It's the but... real life. It's a true life. I have a podcast. Yeah. Is it okay? Yeah. I think it's okay. It's better than the popping, to be honest. Okay. For me. Yeah. Well, okay, well. Let's I'll roll just, with I'll it. 
yeah, I'll try and shout. I'll keep you guys low to my ear. So I'll just shout to keep up and then we'll see how it goes. Okay. Okay. Cool. Sounds good. Smashing. So the next thing to think about, <laughs> the next thing about, okay. So Scorpio is all about this kind of like, um, a lot to do with the shadow as well, because Scorpio is ruled by Pluto, right? So it's the, mm. the ruling planet. So I want to talk quite a lot about Pluto. So we've spoken quite a lot this year about Pluto because he's been doing an absolute thing all year. And uh, when you guys did your Pluto episode, I thought that Ambie summed it up best when she referred to Pluto as a fucker. <laughs> so, <laughs> Thank you. I've got a few comments about that comment. And I do some of my best work subconsciously when I just say what I feel. Yeah, I hate, I don't love Pluto. Keep going. Well, Pluto, I think it's fair because I think Pluto definitely started it. So I think that's fair enough to, to do that. So who is Pluto, hey? Pluto is the god of the underworld in Roman mythology. So you remember in like Disney's Hercules, uh, where you had Hades. Hades yeah. was, was like the guy down there. So in Roman mythology, it's the exact same dude, just a different name, Pluto. So um, Pluto's got a... Like when we think about the underworld, because we come from like countries where the kind of uh, society is kind of based on Christianity, then we think of like the underworld as being like hell. You know, it's like you go there and it's just like torture. But not really so for for these older guys. Um, it's more about like the underworld's like a process of transformation. You know, so the idea of like Pluto being more like a ferryman than being like the devil, mm-hmm. which I think is kind of more more apt, right? And that's the kind of essence of shadow work. You no, know? of like also alchemy. You know, you take something which sucks and then you do a bunch of work through it and then you make gold. Great. Yep. You know, that's the whole thing. So there's a couple of interesting things about um, Pluto, actually. First of all, the fact that Pluto, the planet, was discovered in 1930, which is when people were just starting to, like, fiddle around with uranium and stuff and what ended up being, like, atomic bombs and stuff, like, properly going down to, like, atomic energy as well. And just, like, it was just like, just starting to, like, dig, like, below the surface, like to that level and just kind of unlock all this like mystery that we still don't really understand. So it's kind of interesting that that happened at the same time as when we discovered the planet. Also the fact that Pluto is the only planet to have ever been demoted. Like it's not a planet anymore, according to astronomers, you know? Yeah. 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 Why did it get demoted? Uh, just, you know, people, people had enough, just like Ambi. Other <laughs> I've had like Ambi. enough of you. <laughs> no, I remember, remember when we went to the observatory? observatory? Yeah. He was saying it was the distance. So it's still a planet, but it's no longer in our solar system because of how far it is. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's oh, what cool. I believe he said. Yeah. I could be making all this shit up. Somebody. No, I think you're right. I think you're right. I think that's what right. I said. <laughs> that's right. No, great. Okay. That's the, that's the whole thing. And I think as well, I, I think I remember something about that Pluto is like, um like a different size or something as well like doesn't it's like just slightly too small to be like a isn't a plutoid or whatever like what's that it's (laughs) a small but powerful little fucker (laughs) (laughs) indeed it's like a kidney stone Ooh, what a good reference like what a good analogy comes through and it takes you out yeah hundred percent yeah. yeah, that's a good one. Um, so there's a, because Pluto as well, because it's so far out, as you mentioned, Ambi, the thing about Pluto's orbits is that Pluto's orbits are so slow that in actual fact, to, to complete a whole, um, a whole, what do you call it, like journey through all the signs of the zodiac takes like, th- like 250 years or something. So, for example, the United States is getting its Pluto return. Uh, so, like, we're to when it goes back to the same place Pluto was at the Declaration of Independence, it's happening in 2022. So, it hasn't been back to the same place since, like, since before your country existed. 
Wow. wow. Pretty right? cool. So it's like really slow. So as a result of that, then it's like such a cool thing to look at in terms of generations. Like when Pluto's in a sign, like what happened like at that time and what those generations like ended up doing, right? So for example, um, Pluto, when I was born, so Ambie, you were born right at the end of um, Pluto. I checked your natal charts, by the way. Uh, you were born right at the end of Pluto in Libra. But for example, it's, I, I know more about this because it's, it's my one. I mean, Alexa were born with uh, Pluto in Scorpio, right? So like at home in Scorpio. So if, when you get like where it is in, in your chart and it's going to show like the nature of the shadow work that's being done like by the planet, like at that time. And if you look at um, like things that have started to happen with our, like with millennials or whatever coming in, it's like just like getting like everything out of the attic and just being like, okay, let's have a look at all of this. Let's like question everything question like uh, the role of like women in society was like you know like one of the other ones that like question like the role of like people of color in society question like what is society question like everything Government. you know like yeah all of it you know and that's like the kind of millennial one of the millennial traits is like breaking out of like uh structure and stuff like that and just like taking like taking a good look at everything and deciding what we're going to keep and what we're just going to throw away you know i think that that's the kind of greater like shadow work that we're doing as part of the Scorpio, the Pluto and Scorpio generation, which I think is really interesting. Hmm. That is really interesting. I like that. Right. And it gets even more interesting because right now Pluto is transiting through Capricorn, right? So Capricorn is the sign of like structure and like, uh, like, I don't know, like worldly progress and stuff like that. And just like business and all this kind of stuff. So Pluto in that area, like right now, it's like this kind of the same work that's kind of going on. I, looked, I found some blog and the title for uh, Pluto and Capricorn was the end of the world as we know it, which I think is exactly right. Like looking at all these like structures and boundaries and being like, really like just questioning it all, just having like a proper mm. honest, like shadow work session with like the fucking world. Mm. Love that. Yeah right yeah. really cool like everything from like business and like think about how how much like in the internet changed business like there's not even any like copyright laws anymore like it's like like they just threw it out the window you know yeah. like like you know it's just like a thing that just kind of evaporated you know when yeah. like our generation like this Pluto and scorpio generation was like coming of age like there was the internet and then it was like there was no like oh no i, I have to go to the shop to buy like a cd or whatever it was like nah man clickety clack like, you know, there you go. Like any clack. Yeah. <laughs> like the world, like you know? no boundaries or no, like limitless. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Feel, exactly. I got this image of like everything melting down. Everything's being melted down again so it can be like reformed into something. Like when you melt metal down and then you like reshape it into something. 100% so, turning it You know gold. what's interesting is that I feel like the next, because uh, the one of the really things that's like really stuck in the old ways, well, two, two things are medical, right? Which is changing. They're starting to use Reiki in mm-hmm. traditional medicine, which is really cool. And then acting, right? And what are we doing with acting and things like that? We're asking YouTubers to go into that world. So novice people that just people love in general. And I think the other good thing is TikTok really shows like how many people can truly like do a 20 minute or not 20 minute, 20 second skit. You know what I mean? And do it really well and be really funny and charismatic. Like it's not no longer like that 1% of people are going to make it. It's like, 
we're changing the way that it looks. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Definitely. I mean, look at this as well. What we're doing right now, this is a TV show. Like, yeah. and, and you guys run a radio show. Like, except the way that it's all changed is that you don't need like the, all the technology that's like, like five people can decide if your radio show gets on. You can just, just do it. Like, and no yeah. one's going to tell you anything. I was watching IGTV last night and I was realizing I'm like, I'm watching TV right now. Like, this is me watching TV. It's just watching like my own curated TV and I don't need TV. And like, and I was thinking of that too. It's like we're creating, yeah, where everything's being redefined. Yeah, exactly. Everything's being redefined. Precisely, which is like the whole, the whole thing about like, so Pluto, like the ferryman, let's say like taking us from like uh like from death which would have been like the internet and you know the whole Lars Ulrich and like Napster thing to like yeah. this is like now we're, we're in the transformational period and we're kind of like coming out the other side where it's like there is no music industry there's just like a bunch of musicians just doing their thing you know yeah without yeah. having no need for for anyone else there's one other thing I wanted to point out which I thought was really interesting I want to ask Ambrosia specifically uh which is what Let about like, the, I'm just kidding go ahead <laughs> okay so uh what about the idea of you know like um starseed children or whatever you want to say like kind of kids that are being born that are basically wiser than their parents you know what i mean like that seems to be like another kind of thing that's like pluto and capricorn kind of taking away the order and looking at it so Mm -hmm. what'd you make what'd you make yeah um i laugh i laugh for many reasons because (laughs) i feel like it's true I feel like there's a lot of things that kids have to teach us, but then also the way that it comes about, if you're not aware of what's happening, you can miss it. So for example, my daughter had like a fucking, I'm laughing at a different thing. I'm not laughing at her breakdown, but she had a breakdown and a meltdown because I wouldn't let her get a toy or something like that. Right. It didn't matter. And then as she's crying, and I'm like, just breathe, calm down. I'm walking her through it. She's like, and I can't even put my shoes on right. And just like keeps crying. <laughs> and it reminded me of a moment that I had very recently where I was crying and breaking down. And then I was like, and I can't even find underwear. And like, I was crying. And like, <laughs> when she did that, I was like, oh, shit. Okay. Duly noted. That's what I look like. That's fair. That's fair. So like teaching her or um, really interesting two days ago, I have had this moment in my life where um, I've done a lot of inner child work this last year. And I had this moment in my life. It wasn't too traumatic. It was, I literally was left in a car for maybe two minutes, three minutes max. My mom was trying to get a cat, but it was so hot and I was crying. I wanted to get out and it just made me feel invisible two days ago. I'm on the phone. I'm literally outside the car. Bryn is hysterically crying. And she tells me, I just feel invisible. And I went, huh. Shit. We've come full circle. Okay. Okay. Touche. So then I was like, I'm not ready to talk about it yet because she was punching my window. So I was like, I'm not ready to talk about it yet. But then we went home. We both tapped. We both re like took a couple deep breaths and felt into it and we talked about it and then i explained to her years later that if she decides to go back and do inner child work remember that she was punching my window and that's why mommy was so mad so like it's, (laughs) it's really like 
but it's really full circle. But I feel like if you're not aware of what's happening, you will miss it. And you'll be like, my kid's a dick. You know what I mean? Or this person's doing this to me because she's really showing me and all my kids, they're showing me how I'm acting and how far I've come and what I still need to work on. And it's really neat. It's really cool. They may, they're not aware of it. I think to a lot of degree they are, but in those instances that I gave you, they're not. Mm. So when, when are you going to write your book about like uh, raising children, like in a mindful way as a, as a psychic medium? <laughs> when I become a mindful parent. <laughs> <laughs> That's for one of the amazing ladies in our coaching program right now, Christy yeah. Fernandez, who is on Christy the show. Fernandez. She will be writing her book on being a mindful parent. She's a great resource for conscious parenting. Such yeah. a good resource. Yeah. Great. Can't wait to read it. I'm never going to, I don't think but, I'm going to be a parent. But you're, that, you're so. talking about like, but you're talking about like the Greta Thunbergs of the world. Sure. Talking be, about like children. There's, really good example. there's another teenager. There's another teenager that I saw. I don't know his name. I should know his name. But um, he actually created, when he was 15 years old, created a way for the ocean or uh, for plastic to eat itself in the ocean. I mean, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like just... They're, the things that these these younger people are coming up with are truly amazing. His name was Boyan Slat. Thank you. Boyan Slat. Good job, shout Boyan. Shout out to my Boyan. <laughs> shout out. Made, made, fun, made fun of this genius's name. Great. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, the point is. But I love is, that yeah. idea because he had a solution to the problem. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, and then um there's another there's another child that um, he has Down syndrome and he created a Fortune 500 company selling fun socks, and they're called I think they're called like uh, Jack's Fun Sock Collection, creating like something really turning something that's seemingly like oh into something amazing. So hmm. it's really it's really neat how younger people are just coming up with all of these these different solutions and these different ideas showing that anything's possible. I love that. hundred percent. Just like ahead of the game, you know, yeah. like the, the, you know, people always say that, Oh my, the children teach me or whatever, you know, it's like, that, that's great. But you know, kind of makes sense in a Pluto Capricorn way because it's just turning everything on his head. You know? Yeah. Yep. hundred percent. Um, so, and also I just, I have some, some, some great astrogos for this Scorpio season, but I want to say one more thing about the, the Pluto episode when Pluto went direct that you guys did, because I had a look at your, at your charts there, but so like where oh. Pluto was in your natal charts and then also where, where it's transiting just now. Right. So Ambie, you've got the same, cause we're both Leo rising, which I'm sorry, Alexa is objectively the best one and you don't have it. Well, anyway, <laughs> you can sit with us. Wait, can I share something very quickly? I did okay. an interview with a starseed astrologer the other day for Positive Head, and she told me, and Michael, I want to know what you think about this, that okay. your rising sign actually determines the way that you look, physical yeah. features. And <gasps> she said to me, she's like, I know what you are. And I was like, I was like, I don't know what my rising is. She's like, I would bet you're an Aries rising. I said, why? She's like, Aries have very angular features. So I go and look, and I am, I couldn't remember. And I am an Aries rising. Mm-hmm. And then she said, um, like, Pisces have, like, wider, uh, wide-set eyes, like a fish. Um, like, uh, like who are the half man, half uh, – what's that one? Half man, half 
the centaur. Yeah, half. who's that? What sign is Sag- Sagittarius. Sagittarius usually have like very long legs. Like like she, I just never heard that. Huh. What about Leos? What do they have? I think they look like lions. Which you two both? Which you two both look like lions for real, Michael? Yeah, pretty crazy. So no, I've, I I I always remember that. And uh, when you post like um, little like videos in your car, or whatever, um, and I'm always just like, that is a mane and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody says that. <laughs> They're like, your hair is like a mane, and I'm like, yes, it's awesome. it is indeed. Someone asked me thing. if it was a wig, and I was like, no, no, <laughs> okay, oh, sorry. Move ask on. a Leo rising if it's a wig. Come on. Anyway, so anyway, so because we both got that, so Pluto, um, we were both born with Pluto in our fourth house, right? So a lot of the shadow work that we were like uh, kind of invited to do or that we signed up to do, let's take some responsibility, that we signed up to do in this lifetime from the beginning was to do with like family and home, you know? And for me, I know that's true. And obviously I'm well aware that my experience in childhood of like family and home pales in comparison to like what you went through. <laughs> but still it was there like for both of us to do, which is pretty interesting. But right now, um, that episode you were talking about, stuff you're dealing with now, so it's in our sixth houses right now, which is to do with um, health and service, as well as, like, sacrifice and, like, toiling and stuff like that uh, in our sixth house. And I remember that, um, well, first of all, being a parent, quite a lot about that, you know, learning, like, you know, how to just, like, give and give and give and just, like, expect it to, like, be repaid later, <laughs> you know, it's like a kind of total sixth house thing and being okay with that. But you mentioned actually in that episode about, like, abandonment and stuff like that being, like, a fear that you're dealing with just now. And I wondered about that, if that's kind of, like, a thing about, uh, does that feed into it at all, like, in terms of how much service you put in? Do you kind of, like, overcompensate with, like, work you put in to try and, like, stave off any feelings of abandonment or whatever? Um, you know, what's really interesting is that with my kids, I do. And with like with my 15 year old, if I feel rejected by him, I'll be like, I can tell that I'll start to be like, love me, just love me. Okay, whatever you want to do, I'll, I'll do it. You know what I mean? And then I'm kind of like, what the hell, man? Like, get it together, Ambie, you're the mom. Um, it's really interesting. But with my husband or my mother, if I feel abandoned or rejected, I, I cut off. I'm done. Like, I don't want any kind of. Sorry. I live by a base. Anyway, um, I don't want any kind of like hurt. So I cut off first. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And so that I mean, that's so that the work then is about is about like your relationship to service and about even like purification being like a yeah. thing in there as well. Maybe about like trying to be perfect, you know like your your relationship to that idea is like what's like you're being called to to work on mm, yeah definitely because typically it's much easier for me to just like cut and run than it is to stick it out and face what the fuck is happening right so yes and i've seen that pattern and so that is what i am doing is facing my emotions instead of being like nah i don't need this person fuck them i'm leaving <laughs> <laughs> right we yeah. actually just like dig in and and you know get your hands dirty you know yeah whatever. Definitely. definitely great sounds like you're on it so <laughs> alexa on the other hand right so you were born uh with uh, pluto in <clears throat> in scorpio in the ninth house which means a little, a little bit it's actually the one that's ruled by sagittarius interesting you mentioned that but um ninth house 
Pluto. Let's talk about discovery of secrets of like of the secrets of how like reality functions. Pretty pretty exciting stuff. And then uh, I thought about it and I was like psychologists and kind of like psychology and stuff, which is pretty much like what this whole thing is, like this yeah. whole like project, psychology. Yeah. And uh, check this right, because right now it's going through your 12th house, right, which is kind of like the subconscious, like the 12th house. It's kind of like the the, the subconscious thing. And what you said in that Pluto episode, you're talking about how you're being called to like examine like everything. And then your exact thing was like, you're asking yourself, do you want to continue to bring this into like your world? You know, yeah. that was like the whole thing, which is absolutely Pluto 12th house chat right there. Cool. Right. Yeah. And even, wow. even better than that, right. Stuff about like psychoanalysis, like mysteries and like shadow and all that stuff. And I thought like, that's what tapping is. Right. Oh like, yeah. Like, Definitely. Right. Yeah. Like also tapping is like Pluto. It's like Plutonian as hell because you're like working through something like resolving it or whatever. And going, yeah, totally. I mean, I think of tapping as like psychology. I think of yeah. tapping as like because I always wanted to be a psychologist when I was younger, and then mm-hmm. I I was I st- I double majored in psychology and communication, and then I dropped psychology because I wanted to graduate in a certain time, and I was like, I'm not gonna go sit in an office and listen to people talk for forever. But that was because I felt like, <laughs> which is what I do now. I just didn't listen to people talk. Um, but but I just meant that in the way of like I wanted to help people with their problems, and through the type of therapy that I had been experiencing, I felt like the therapists that I was seeing, they were just kind of going like, and how does that make you feel? They would ask that like three times a session and otherwise I would just be talking and then I would write them a check and leave. And I felt like that wasn't getting anywhere. So I I do Mm. feel like tapping, I think of psychology when I tap because I'm like, this is the type of psychology I want to do. Like this is the type of work with people I want to do is get into their childhood and get into their past and the things that they think isn't a big deal, but it is, it's still affecting them, so interesting 100 percent. no it's yeah. it's it's really cool like working on being able to like work because i kind of do when i do tarot readings and stuff sometimes i'm like is this card for the client or is this for me because yeah <laughs> right <laughs> yeah that's how i feel when i do sessions for people a lot of the time they'll come i'll be dealing with an issue and then they'll show up and they'll tell me their issue is the exact issue i'm dealing with and i even tell them i'm like this tab is for me too i'll be yawning i'll be burping throughout the session and i'm like sorry i'm working on myself too like <laughs> we attract, you know, law of attraction. Yeah. So hundred percent. Um no cool. So I just wanted to highlight that about Pluto and I wanted to like give Pluto his due. Like, sure, he's a you know, come on, like we get it. <laughs> okay, son of a bitch. Big... Yeah. But sure, we love but... him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know I've got to work on myself, but can I, you know, really? Anyway, yeah. <laughs> so I just wanted to to give a little nod to Pluto. So yeah, so if anyone is listening, you can look at where Pluto is in your um in your natal chart which house it is, is like the area in which you're probably going to be called to do the most uh, shadow work across your whole life. And specifically where he's transiting just now is where you're being called to do it right now. Um, like in this kind of like 20 years of your life. So pretty cool. Uh, so, so all this kind of like shadow work and all this like weird stuff that's kind of hard to define, which is why we've just spent like half an hour trying to find it, is like all going to be the focus of everybody during Scorpio season. So October 23rd to November 22nd. So I want to look in particular at um, the moon cycle um, as as we're going on here. So uh, before we get on to that, though, so the thing we talked last time during Libra season about the moon cycle and like being shown a wound and stuff like that, a big part of why I thought that was so potent was because it was like an opportunity to like 
to like uh, be brave and like honest with yourself enough to like look at whatever the wound is. Mm-hmm. And then um, get ready for <laughs> and, and then we can have fun on the other side. <laughs> what, what did I say? You froze in a weird way. It was like a really dramatic pause. pause I'm so yeah. sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> all good but anyway so that's the thing so i wanted to ask because i posted in the inner bloom facebook group which by the way if you're not in there get involved it's top chat and uh oh my god the, that's another one it's top chat i love it it is top chat so top all the chat, chat. <laughs> that was a bit english alexa but that'll mind. be your uh, uh <laughs> podcast name top chat top top chat a yeah, chatterbox yeah? yeah anyway uh i like it top chat anyway so the I, I said about the wound, my wound was about my bloody neighbors making a bloody racket all the time and about me feeling like I'm not like in control of my like own space or my own life, which I don't like. And I was like, Ugh. but I had a good old look in there. Um, so what what about you guys? What was your, have you noticed any wounds coming up? You actually, you, you commented, Alexa. I did. Um, I was just revisiting it. Um, yeah. My my big wounds that have been coming up these past like the past week or so has been about um, people letting me down and not doing what they say they're gonna do, um, not coming through, um, and it's been pretty vivid like from every angle, big and small, and uh, ultimately it really. So we actually had a conversation, and then the other part of it is like control. Like I've, as we've already mentioned in this episode, I've you know I do have. A tendency to try to control things and when I can't control things I get weird um so all of these things that were happening over the past week or week and a half were really showing to me how um you know that I still do have a lot of wounds from childhood that I've been carrying probably since I was like four years old about people not coming through for me or people not being there or promising me something and then not being able to do it and so um, we actually did a channeling with Arc Nine recently, Ambie and I, and um, <clears throat> it was funny because I was bringing up a specific situation within that theme that I was having trouble with, and their response was like, "Yes, so it's done. Like the role has been played. Like it's it's." They just kept saying about this particular person, "It's done," and I'm like, "What do you mean it's done?" And they're just like. They played the role. They like they play the role for you. Like that's what it was. And you know, I know that we all play roles for each other. But the way that it was put to me, it just started kind of blowing my mind. Going back to the mystery of how this all works, because it made me realize, like, oh, literally, like literally, everyone's play. Because then I asked about someone else that they popped up in my world, and I'm like, well, what about that person? They're like, it's done too. They played the role too. They delivered the they delivered the message. They delivered the pattern. They they triggered it in you. And then today, my my cousin called me out of the blue, and she said, hey, I want to tell you about some genetic stuff I just learned. And I'm like, already, I had a weird feeling about it. I was like, okay. She tells me about how, like, our family, like, she got tested, whatever. Our family carries these certain genes because, like, we are Jewish, and, like, our history goes back to the, you know, like, Ashkenazi Jews, blah, 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 blah. And I, I immediately was like, why? I thought to myself, this is weird. Why is this happening right now? This feels like totally out of the blue that like this call is happening. And then I heard him again. It's done. She played the part. Like she played the role. So what is this triggering in you? And what it's triggering in me is stuff that I haven't thought about since I was little of like anger that I have towards like the medical system and like 
just anger I have about like health and being out of control and and I then I became very grateful in my heart and I was like you know what thank you like thank you for bringing this up in me because I have I wouldn't have been able to access it or know it's even there so um I forget what the question was that you asked me you asked me about wounds and I just went on a tangent but um those were my wounds and they all came up pretty strong and it's been helpful because I've been able to see them and like really start to release them, I think, personally. Mm-hmm. So great. Yeah. Um so Ambi as well, was there anything in other than what you already said in the Pluto episode? Was there any other like wounds or <laughs> shadows that kind of came up for you? Like um yeah, just uh, any other ones? Um, I think those are the big ones that are that it were coming up for me. Um, also, like truly moving into moving into like this level of like really just not giving a fuck, which is very like I don't know how much more I can go. Like I really don't. But um, I remember. In this one specific instance, it happened like three times. I did this one particular thing and I caught myself doing it and I caught that it was triggering the person. And initially I wanted to fall back and be like, oh, no, 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 like don't do it. But then something in me was like, no, this is happening for a reason. So allow them to be triggered. And then it happened again triggered another person. And it wasn't like I was maliciously like, ha ha, like poking (laughs) buttons. But it was like, I realized that I was triggering somebody. And normally I would be like, oh, no, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. That I was like, no, this is happening. Just breathe and move into it. It's okay if they're mad at you. It's okay if they don't like you right now. Just let go. And I was like, wow, we're really moving into a new level of like really not caring if people like me. Okay, let's see how far this will go. So I think that goes into like that three-year-old child of like just wanting to be loved and accepted. You know what I mean? Mm. Definitely. Yeah. That's great. No, I think uh, I can definitely learn to do is learning more about not giving a fuck what people think about me. That'd be nice. I'll get there. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> anyhow so with this moon cycle okay so the last one was about like being confident in like asking like to see like what your what your wound was the the one during like libra season so um the the new moon which uh, are you able to pull that up Alexa? yes i am i also if anyone's watching this live i posted that in inner bloom uh group as well on facebook You're seeing my screen. Ah, just give me Talk a second. Talk about Pluto. <laughs> Laying it all bare. Yeah, seriously. Ah, okay, cool. Cool. I'm so nervous about this. One. To be honest, this is giving me anxiety about like sharing this screen. <laughs> That's Can the one. It? Absolutely, yes. Okay, so we've got at the very bottom here, we can see the in red, the two that we've got the sun and the moon. Uh, they're both in, well, this isn't really a chart, but the fourth house, so down there at the bottom. Uh, the sun and the moon both in Scorpio. So we've got a new moon. So I always explain this, but for anyone who um, is, is new, then I'll explain again. So the way I like to work with the, with the moon cycle is when you think about like a breath meditation. So, you know, this breath meditation is like you exhale fully, then you inhale, 
and then you pause for a second when your lungs are full and then exhale and then pause for a second when they're empty. So those pauses, when the lungs are empty, that's the new moon. And then when you inhale, you're inhaling um, something, you know, that's growing, some kind of white light, things you want to encourage in yourself. Uh, and then you pause at the, the new moon, sorry, the full moon when it's all uh, well, full and bright and powerful. And then you start the exhalation process to release things, essentially. So um, the point of the new moon is a good time to set intentions. Just if you don't look at the astrology where it is, just the new moon is always a good time to set intentions. If you want to work with the moon, anything you want to encourage and anything you want to grow in your life, ask at the, at the new moon. Um, but this one in particular, if you want to work with the sign it's in, it's in Scorpio, which is to do with this whole um, shadow work kind of thing which obviously is you know the back backbone of you know spirituality and this whole uh, this whole podcast and everything and also of scorpio season so um we've got this here so it's a good time to ask for um you know to, to be continued to show the the wound to kind of work on that shadow but also to um to be shown like how to integrate it like into your life because i think that's the, the big key is with pluto is like to not to not push it off to one side. It's like to work with it and allow it to lead you, you know, like Pluto's the, the ferryman, you know, he's going to like take you from, you know, it's going to take you through the underworld. So you can like be reborn, you know, on Tuesday or whatever, <laughs> you know, you know yeah. that's, that's the whole thing. So it's like, you know, work with them to be like, okay, at the new moon to be like, okay, show me during the, the first half of this moon phase, how I can, you know, ways in which I can integrate this into, into my life. You know, um, I haven't quite figured it out yet. So this, this new moon is on the 20, 27th, 28th of October. Um, so I'm going to see how I'm going to be led to, to integrate my shadow about my bloody neighbors and how I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to work with that, but I'm sure the moon is going to show me how I can, how I can do that. So there's a couple other things here um, in that we're, uh, we're opposite, we're opposite Uranus on the other side of the chart. So we've got the new moon, that's the moon and the, the sun at the bottom, then at the very top, exactly four degrees. So it's an exact um, opposition with Uranus. So Uranus is a planet that likes to kind of reinvent things, like things to be kind of, um, Oh, also, Alexa, when you were talking about the the need to always be like new and like show up as like a new version of yourself and like yeah. a whole shiny different thing. Uh, right now, your uh, Uranus is transiting both your sun and your moon because you've both got them over there. So that's kind of interesting. Like this kind of baseline of your personality is your sun and your moon. And Uranus, the guy that's like, woo, woo, like make everything new. He's oh. like saying, saying hello and like kind of shaking up over there. That's, that's interesting. Cool. I like that. Right. Yeah. All right. So at this new moon, that's kind of an interesting influence to have if we're asking for ways to to like uh, adapt to our shadow and how to integrate it. You know, because Uranus is a good a good guy to go with for for new ideas. He is opposite is in an opposition, which is a bit of a challenge. So uh, it might be a bit of a bumpy ride, but uh, he'll he'll get you there. So <laughs> ask <laughs> it to, ask it the new moon. Essentially, what I would say, I would ask to to be shown that. But the other things I've got noted here, the one um, that are in purple, there's the one on the left, which is the North Node. On the right, we've got Saturn. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Oh, Better God. Cursor. Oh, oh, I was oh trying to be helpful. <laughs> okay. No, it was good. No. Uh, the node over there on the left, uh, very nice. And then <laughs> and then on the right, uh, we've got Saturn <laughs> down there. Opposite, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the other one at the bottom, on the left, is Mars down there, yeah. So we've got... Uh, big old T square that's happening between these guys on the 
on the new moon. So the opposition part is the node and Saturn. So there's kind of like a long-standing tension going on between our long-term goals and our kind of like karmic development, let's say, uh, which is the, the new moon, and Saturn, which is to do with our limitations and boundaries and stuff like that. So that's like mm. a long-standing thing that's it was going on for a while, and then Saturn went retrograde, and then it came back, and then blah, blah, blah. But uh, he's sober now, so we're kind of at the end of this. He's sober now. So. <laughs> 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 Me and Jess invented that one during the, the what was it, Virgo season thing. Anyway, sobered up, he, he went direct. <laughs> so uh, they got that sorted out. But at this point, they're kind of being mediated in their kind of tension by Mars down here. Okay, so Mars kind of like, trying to be the negotiator between these guys kind of not a great negotiator because he's the god of war so probably gonna get a bit bit frustrated um but i'm more interested with looking at this um this new moon idea that maybe mars is actually squaring saturn and the and the north node as part of this t-square so because like mars is kind of like not doing too well and mars is the planet of action i figure that that's why it's best during while the moon's growing instead of being asking instead of asking the the moon to integrate like your shadow already i think i might have a potential to misfire so during the first part i would say like ask for like how to integrate it but don't actually start doing it kind of just like absorb and kind of observe does that make sense mm-hmm. yeah but are you saying that um like action it's not a good time for action right now i'm saying like yeah, during during certainly during the new moon so when you're asking the moon for for like information about like your shadow and how to integrate it because it's Scorpio yeah. season. That's what we should be doing. I think it's better during the first part of, so during the new moon, uh, ask like to be kind of like given ideas and stuff and kind of like to, for the plan or like to kind of get it set up rather than actually start doing it. Right. Cause I was going to say like I've the past few days, when does Scorpio season start? Uh, 23rd of October. Oh, okay. So we're like, we're a little ways out. I don't know. I've been feeling like the past couple of days, like everything I'm trying to do, it's just kind of like, no, you're not going to do it that way. Like, yeah. no, not really. Like not through this door. It's like, yeah, come through here. Nope. And I just kept getting yeah. the message today. It's like, just chill. Don't take this any sort of way. Just roll with, if you can't go that way, then just go another way or just like chill out. Like don't, don't take this as like, don't take this in any sort of way, but it kind like of a almost, sign. yeah, but it kind of almost feels like action right now. It's like not being very productive. Does that make sense? It's not yeah. like going anywhere. I don't know. So Totally. You know, and sometimes you just got to roll with that. I think, uh, I, I can't check right now, but it's either still or it's just finished, um, Mars being opposite Chiron, which is like the kind of like wounded healer, kind of like another kind of transformative guy. Oh, so that yeah. would make sense. You know, maybe that's like a lesson that you're learning about. Like sometimes it's okay to just fucking do nothing. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Or just like roll with the punches, like let things exactly. change up. It's okay. Yeah. Exactly. I like exactly. it. Um, All right. So, so that's what I want to say about the, um, about the new moon. Okay. So then the second picture. Okay. Is it this one? Yes. No? Okay. okay. Yeah, absolutely. So that's the full moon. Okay. So we, so essentially, so this is on the 12th of November, we've got a full moon in Taurus. So we've had the, the, the new moon. So we've asked like, okay, show me how it's going to like work, how it's, how, you know, how it can integrate, give me ideas, like get it, get it sorted because I'm not ready to actually do it yet. Bang. Full moon is like an absolute beast. This, this full moon is great. So this, I have pretty much, I've pretty much highlighted everything here because there's so much going on, but I'm going to try and break it down. <laughs> so, so the first thing we can notice is 
that uh, on the left and up a bit, we've got the, the, the sun there in kind of silver or gray, whatever. Yep. And then opposite directly, we've got the moon on the other side of the chart. Yeah. So that's your mm -hmm. full moon because uh, they're opposite. So they're like full, full, uh, full brightness on the on the moon. Um, so again, this is the moon when she's at her most powerful. She's at her peak. Um, her lungs are full. Think about it that way. You know, she's really powerful. Um, shining down. You know, it's almost like a second sun, like in the sky. You know, mm. like at night you go out. If it's a clear night, like you can see everything. You know, yeah. like you don't actually need streetlights and stuff. Um, it really is like so. That's like super potent um time for like femininity as well like intuition things like that always good to do like a, a tarot reading or something on the on the the full moon just because she's she's going to be she's going to be on it and she's going to be waiting for your call so <laughs> <laughs> okay so um we've got a couple of cool things here first of all there is uh on the bottom left down where saturn and pluto are um, we've got first of all Saturn, which is the like the H with the cross in the top, over there. So he's like the he's the kind of um, he's Mister Mister Real Life. That's why I like to call Saturn. <laughs> he's like you know the the guy who wants to see the work you've put in, wants you to do your homework, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So for once, he's actually been helpful here as well. It's great. He's got a we've got a blue line that goes in between the Moon, which was just on the right there, and Saturn here. There's a trine between them. So we've got this trine, which is a helpful like. Um, like an open door, let's say. Mm -hmm. On a natal chart, it could be a, an area of talent, but in a transit, let's look at it as like an open door. So this is a really great one for you to be able to, uh, first of all, like I said, do your homework, you know? And mm -hmm. what we're talking about here is like, now is the time for action as far as like resolving your your, your wound or whatever. So Saturn is there. He's going to like help you. He's going to like help you like keep on the straight and narrow and actually like make the progress that he like wants you to, that he wants you to make, which is, Super fantastic. Thank you very much. And then, <laughs> thank you. You finally, you got sober and you're helping us out. Wonderful. So <laughs> we've got, um, there's also a grand trine that's going on here between the three red planets. So there's one at the very bottom. Oh, you got one up there. Yeah. Uh, at the bottom too. So the bottom we've got Neptune down here, which is in red. Then at the top right, we've got the, the North Node up here. And then on the left, the other part of the Grand Trend, there's Mercury. Can you see there's like a big blue triangle, like an equilateral triangle? Yes. Cool. So a Grand Trend is always super great news because a Grand Trend is a really strong area of power that's there to be used in a particular area. And it's always they're almost always in the same element. So in this case, they're all in water signs. We've got Mercury over there in Scorpio, Neptune's down there in Pisces, and the North Node in Cancer. So these are the three water signs. So it's like a really um, powerful time to engage with all the stuff that also comes with the full moon anyway. All the stuff about like nurturing yourself and like being in touch with your emotions and your intuition, empathy, all that kind of stuff. At this new moon, there's going to be like a super heavy dose of all that great stuff. So like I said, a good time to do a tarot reading or whatever whatever you want to do to connect with feminine energy, with divinity, with, with a goddess or whatever it is you want to do. Really awesome like time to do that. And if you're also looking at this as a opportunity to work with like a, a wound or to transmute something, um, like what better time to do that than when you're able to be kind to yourself and when we're all going to be mm. being kind to each other, you know, when you've got this massive uh, grand trine. Right there in the middle. What day is that? That is on the 12th of November. November 12th, 11, 12. Cool. Thank you. Oh, 11, 12. Um, yeah, absolutely. No, it's it's wonderful. And one more thing. So Mars, which I put at the top left 
and we've got Mars up here. And so he's now, he's out of this T-square. He's moved in. He does have a square though. He's got a square that goes down to Pluto, which is the other pink one that I highlighted on the, the bottom left. So that's a square, which ordinarily I would say um, like any square to Pluto is going to be like uh, kind of like a difficulty in transmitting things or even like a kind of difficulty around like, I don't know, in a nasal chart, it could be like depression and things like this. But mm. in this case, I'm going to say that like, you know, it couldn't all be like plain sailing. And in fact, I'm going to say that Pluto is just going to kind of like shake things up a bit because you need to do that in order to like really change something. You need to like give it a good shake, you know? Mm -hmm. So I really feel like if this is us being like, cool, I've got my plan. I'm like ready to hit, hit the road and like transmute this motherfucker. Then it's like, <laughs> okay, like the Mars like square to Pluto is like going to give you that bit of like, you know, like little bit of a shake that's going to make all the, you know, so let's go, say it's going to like throw everything up in the air so that you can like, get yourself straight for when it all lands again and have it all land like like Tetris or whatever. Cool. Right. Love that. Great one. Yeah. yeah. Good stuff. Right. Great stuff. Feels so, like changes in the air. 100%, right? And that's essentially like what we've been working towards and like Libra season has been like as we're doing this, we're still in Libra season. Really good like chance to like get yourself kind of settled and sorted and kind of ready to go forward and really kind of explore like your, you know, your, your challenges and your shadow and integrate it really, which is the ultimate thing in Scorpio season, which is pretty great. Yeah. It almost, right. I just got an image of like superhero who's like been in hiding, like that Superman or something. He's like been in his cave and he's been like, he's been like, oh, I'm like not good or like I'm weak or whatever. But then like he starts like somehow putting himself back together and like picking up the he finds the keys to whatever he's been missing and then he realizes he's like really strong and then he's like okay I'm going back like away from this like I'm going back to earth to like save people or whatever yeah. and I, I got that image in my head of like that's what we're all doing right now we're like kind of going mm -hmm. through our darkness and we're like looking at what like hurt us and we're like feeling our weakness a little bit in some ways but then mm. we're like finding the missing pieces and this time feels like the time when we're all like okay no yeah 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 100%. definitely yeah for sure we'll see that's definitely what i was trying to say yeah glad it came across great because <laughs> I, I i'm never sure like how much to like lad, like lay on as far as like how excited i am about like the new moon or whatever yeah <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, well, I, I, whenever you do these readings uh, or these forecasts, Michael, what I honestly think of is I constantly think of the collective. Like I constantly think of like what is the collective going to – what does this mean for the collective? Because I'm constantly relating it back to like how this is reflecting out towards towards everyone and the way that they're feeling about society because mm. what we're dealing with personally is going to ripple out into society, you know? And I – so – it's just interesting to think about, you know, especially because we know such a big shift is happening and come and co going to keep coming. So it's interesting mm -hmm. to think of it in that way. 100%. And so that's like what this all, all of these transits are affecting all of us the same way. You know, like mm -hmm. you can get into more um, detail about um, like how it affects individuals by looking at how it compares with their, their natal chart. But definitely like this affects all of us, but it's more like it's there to be used you know, of course, like it's going to have an effect, like really powerful stuff is going to be like, bang, and some, you know, we're all going to notice it and stuff. But um, it's more that it's there to be used if you want to, you know, that's the kind of deal where it's like, if you want to work with the planets, like, great. You know, if you want to just work with the moon and not pay attention to the sign, like that'll work too, you know, yeah. Um, whatever you, what you wanted to do. 
But yeah, I think that's a really good point about the, the collective. And um, there's one other thing I wanted to mention about Scorpio season. We get a uh, Mercury retrograde in, in Scorpio season as well. Yeah, I knew that was coming. When is it? Second uh, of November until the 21st of November. That's a long time. Uh, it's like three weeks, less than three weeks. Are we done with these images, by the way? We are indeed. Okay. Um, yeah, so what does that mean for those who don't know? So Mercury, Mercury retrograde. So Mercury is the planet that governs your, I feel like we should let Ambi explain <laughs> since she's so opinionated. It's very similar to Pluto in the aspect of like you're going back, right? Correct me if I'm wrong because you're the expert here. I'm just kind of like the novice that's hanging out. Um, but you're going back. Um, it's all about um, facing things from your past. It's all about bringing things up from your past. And communication, totally. right? And communication. Exactly. Yeah, specifically because Mercury is the planet that governs communication and the intellect. Um, so things like that. Also technology comes under Mercury as well. So mm-hmm. uh, typically Mercury retrograde will start off with the bad stuff. Bad time to like start a new uh, like business or like sign a contract. Probably a bad idea to do that. Bad idea to like buy a new phone or something like that. You know, like uh, of course if it breaks, you need to buy a new one, whatever. But if you're thinking, oh, I'm going to buy a new phone or a new computer or a new car even, uh, probably like hold off until after it's finished or buy it before. Just you know, if you believe in magic, if you really believe in magic, you won't buy during <laughs> during a Mercury retrograde. But um, it's also like kind of what what Ambi just mentioned about. It's about um, Mercury's already been over this part of the chart that he's then going to like go back over. So it's kind of like revisiting things. So a kind of good opportunity to be like, oh, you know, so you uh, you know you learned about uh, you know, I don't know, like not you know, not speaking your mind or you learn to speak your mind, you know, it's like, did you really? And then during yeah. Mercury retrograde, you get another chance where it's like you get tested to see if you really, you know, pass the test or whatever. Mm. And what is in each, each Mercury, like what is this Mercury retrograde going over? Is it like a different theme? So essentially it all happens in Scorpio as well, which is for ah. me is an interesting one. So as he goes back, he's going to go go back across Venus and the sun and then the, the moon is going to come around like right after. So as Mer- uh, right after he goes direct. So in actual fact, I think this actually isn't like going to be a rough one because I think it's going to be the same stuff. I know I'm, I'm actually really excited about it. Mercury retrograde in like Scorpio season, all the stuff's going on. I think it's going to be great. It's really a really good opportunity to just like, you know, integrate your your shadow like better, you know, because you're going to get another run at it. You know, it's yeah. like you get two two goes. Great. Yeah, that's cool. That's really awesome. Good that's news. Cool. Yeah. Good news, practice, everyone. Practice. Yay! Awesome. So, <laughs> that was like the lamest clap in the world. Anyway, the the other thing I, I want to say was like it's really interesting at Mercury retrograde where you get like messages from people that you haven't like messaged a long time or uh, you know messages like people like exes or whatever like popping up on like social media or you know whatever it is or just kind of like an opportunity to like tie up loose ends you know and just like kind of put things to bed or so if something does come up and you, you didn't quite get the closure that like on something on a friendship on a business i don't know um relationship even like good opportunity like while it's going retrograde or right after it's like you know oh well you know you know oh, i never always wanted to say to you xyz bye you know i just kind of mm. get that closure you know? yeah love it 
right? Awesome. So those are the highlights in Scorpio season. I focus a lot on Pluto because I he's been getting a lot of bad press from me. So I wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> <I> wanted to, <laughs> from I me wanted too, to, Michael. I know, right? Uh, I feel like. I feel. Like, <laughs> I feel. Like I'm just we, teasing. You're great, Pluto. You serve your purpose too. Right. All, all, all in service of uh, of us and everything. So that's pretty much that's what I have for for Scorpio. Those are the highlights. Thanks. Did that that make sense? Thank you so much. It did. Yeah, this is um this it sounds like this is going to be an interesting month for sure. And right. I feel that too. It feels like a lot of things are like swirling. I just keep seeing like mystical like like someone over a crystal ball like mm, like what's happening. <laughs> um so yeah, it'll be really interesting to kind of like follow along everyone's journey. And Michael, loved what you did with like the full moon asking about people's wounds like Mm-hmm. Keep yes. doing that stuff in our private Facebook group because yeah, 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 it's yeah. fun to be prompted and reminded, you know, and it's really fun when we all get to share about what we're all experiencing. So uh, as Michael said in the beginning, if you're not in our private Facebook group, which is called Inner Bloomers on Facebook, please join us. It's so fun to be able to connect and share about what we each have going on. Um, and all you have to do is search on Facebook Inner Bloomers and we will and request to join and we will add you. Um, Michael, before we read the Patreons, is there and how can people get in touch with you if they want a reading uh, of any kind? And like, what are you offering? Yeah, how can what are get you in touch off- with you? Tell everybody all the fun stuff you do, too. <laughs> so, uh, as a, so I just want to point out for a second, Alexa, you just said Patreons the same way I do. And you always make fun of me. So do I? Ooh. Patrons, <laughs> Patreons, whatever, man. I don't know. Michael's having none of it today. I don't right. know. Michael's I'm got just... some Scorpio in it today. <laughs> yeah, I just got the stinger. The stinger. The one? I stung it for you. Yeah, but... <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah, you can get in touch with me, I believe, uh, with this video, if you're watching us on Facebook, uh, which by the way is super cool to be like live on Facebook. What a great one. Oh, by the um, way, a lot of people said things that we were just deep in conversation. Hold on real quick. Trinity said, my husband is a Scorpio. Passionate is a great word. Um, Carrie Ann said, your hair is gorgeous, Ambie. I noticed the other day in your video, hair for Girl, days. Girl, thank you, Carrie Ann. I love your hair too. <laughs> Mandy said, hi. Hi, Mandy. Hi, Mandy. Um, Justine is here. Adonica is here. Justine said, I love Libra season. Like, praise the roof. Praise the Lord, hands. <laughs> um, <laughs> and we had a lot of other people watching at certain points. Um, so thank you everyone who watched and interacted um michael really so cool. sorry keep telling everyone where they can connect with you indeed so i think that the you tagged it right so my page white magic with michael down there and you don't yep. even have to try and spell it the strange way that i spell stuff uh but if you're listening on the podcast you are gonna have to spell it so it's gonna be white magic which is magic with a ck uh with michael which is m-a-e-c-h-y-l for a reason that i'll explain as we connect and we can <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you can do astrology and natal chart readings or look at how these transits affect your chart and what's going on. We can do a solar return. We can do whatever you can imagine. We can do it as far as astrology goes. As far as tarot goes, um, we can do that too. We can integrate the two, astrology and tarot together. We can do tarot separately. We can do tarot and Reiki or we can just do Reiki. We can do whatever you want. So essentially astrology, tarot and Reiki, all of those things in varying combinations. So definitely get in touch. That's awesome. fancy. Thank you. 
Um, yeah, get in touch with Michael. He's amazing. If you can't already tell, um, he's done so many awesome readings for us. And we've heard from so many of our listeners that they love him so much. And they've done readings with him as well that have just, you know, really enhanced and clarified their lives. So thank you, Michael, for being on our show. We love you so much. Um, and thank you to our Patreons, Whitney Kanika, Tiffany Polito, Tammy Lip, Sheena Bowen, Sean Doe, Shannon McCoy, Sarah Meehan, Sammy Jean, Renee Hart, Priscilla Marquez, Nicolette Pierce, Mimi Abnetter, Maribel Muncie, Mandy Ford, Lisa Perez, Kellyanne Bates, Kasha Boshnevich, Jamie McMahon, Jimmy Edward, Jamie Purinton, Heather Keeper, Grace, Dana McFadden, Cheyenne Carroll, Charm City Foster Mama on Instagram, Karen Miranda, Bex Boo, Alex Latiri, Alex Anderson, Adonica Haskell, and Nike. Thank you so much. Um, and this is a reminder. So this will actually, we're recording this on Tuesday, but this will be coming out on Wednesday. So tonight, if you're listening to this on the uh, podcast version of this, on the audio, um, is our public conversations with ARC9, meaning if you are one of our Patreons, um, um, and you are in the dragonfly tier or above, then you get to come in our private Facebook group where Ambrosia here gets into a channeled state and she channels an Arcturian um, collection of energy that we call the Arc Nine. Um, and you get to ask uh, at least one question, sometimes two. It depends how much time we have, um, or it depends how many people are on. But we do it for an hour, and everyone gets to ask questions. And um, it's really, really fun to you know hear the information that comes out. So if you want to partake in that, you can still sign up before tonight. Um, just click the link in the show notes and uh, and subscribe and let us know if you have any questions about that. Uh, anything else from you guys? Just want to say thank you so much. I love I love both of you. I love what you're doing. And I'm really happy to be even just a small part of it. Aww. Mm, so glad you're here, Michael. Love you too. We love you, too. Thank you so much for everything. And until next time, everyone, keep on blooming. Bye. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would give us a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. If you'd like to get in touch for a reading with Ambi, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, we would love to hear from each and every one of you. And you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast. Until next time, remember, open your heart to the seeds of love and light and bloom from within.